welcome back to another episode of Have You Heard? And today I am joined by Zoe. Hello. Zoe Stevenson, my co-founder at The Social Shepherd. <laughs> very strange <laughs> way to got your second name. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd add it in there. Um, Jack Shepherd here today, yeah. reporting live. <laughs> yeah, that's me as well. Um, so Zoe, we're going to talk all things about starting the business and th- sort of lessons we've learned through that journey i guess not only from like a business point of view but um you know everything anything you know that we possibly have learned throughout that process there's always loads of things you know you're in a constant state of learning i guess in in a when you're um growing a business and, and running one but what are some sort of key takeaways that you've sort of learned and can share with the audience um I think one thing that I say to you quite a lot is that you meet so many people through mm-hmm. doing this. You employ, employ so many people, although we're very blessed. We've got a very low turnover rate. Um, you meet loads of clients, you meet suppliers, and you just start to learn how complex and people, uh, how complex people truly are and how different people really are. Um, everyone's got everyone's different and yeah and even just like people's the way people act and react to things um i always say like just in life in general there's like wavelengths and you'll find people that are on like a wavelength up here and you're like i just cannot resonate if that makes sense Mm -hmm. there's people on wavelengths down here and i think when you start a business you really learn to adapt to work with people on different wavelengths um and that's really really important you meet some crazy people though and (laughs) yeah crazy subjective though do you know what i mean um but i would say like the complexity of of people and I think whenever you work with people as well, like you spend more time with your work colleagues than you spend with your like loved ones at home during the week. So you really get to know each other very, very well. And we've got such a lovely culture here at the agency where everyone is like, you know, gets on really well and and everyone, you know, if anyone has is going through anything, like people are always sort of like there for them within a boundary set situation. Um but yeah, you, you really get to, to understand people and like how people work and re- react to things. So I think a lesson is just like people are complex and you're going to need to learn how to adapt very quickly. Yeah. How, how have you adapted your way of communicating, I guess, throughout that? Oof. I mean, I'm a very blunt and direct person, uh, which everyone probably knows to be honest um and I to be honest I think like from a day-to-day perspective like that's how I I kind of get stuff done and things Mm -hmm. happen like the best but from like a one-to-one perspective like when you're direct line managing people you have to be taking a different approach and even whenever you're going through like contracting stages with clients and things like that you know procurement are going to have like one way. So you're going to have to be in a different tone with them as you are with your day-to-day contracts. And that's not, that's just, you know, the the tones that you're going to be faced with throughout those conversations. But when you're line managing people, some people find it really difficult 
to take any type of feedback or criticism, even if it's constructive. And then, you know, that there would be a task where you would adapt your management style, but you would also say to that person, okay, we need to work on a bit of emotional resilience. And that's normal. Like everyone needs to build up resilience in some areas of their life. Um, whereas you might have some people who, I don't know, I've seen it before people take things so literally that you'll be mm -hmm. like, um, do this and they'll just do exactly that. But then they won't think, okay, well, I've done that to that. So I should probably do this to it over here and, and they'll just take things really really literally yeah. which doesn't age you as you want to like level up in, in an industry so that's then when you might have another task on your hand you may take and have to take another tone there um but it's not also it's also not just one tone for every single person that you meet it could be multiple different tones depending on what that person needs from you in that moment um so i think yeah a learning is just to be adaptable and like to be considerate of people. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's why, like I always say, like a respectful tone is so important and like moving with kindness. Um, so yeah, I think a learning people are complex and yeah. at times crazy. I guess that that's a big part of any business. Like you said, it's not just your own team, but suppliers, yeah. contractors, customers, etc. There's all sorts of people that you deal with in walks of life as well within that. Any other learnings? On there? like a personal level, I've like massively yeah. learned about the importance of sleep. Um, I think like... Do you get enough sleep though? No, I don't. <laughs> but I've learned how important it is. And that's come from like research, like... And, or not having enough of it. Well, not having enough of it and researching <laughs> because I'm not having enough of it. But it's... it's and that's not... You know, that's not even to say like, I don't like work until one o'clock in the morning every single night. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like that. You know, I think you, when you start a business, you go through that period. Like we did at the very start where it was the two of us and like you, you're a workhorse. Like you don't stop because the only responsibility we had was to the two of us. So we were physically doing the work, but what we were thinking about was the work. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the wider stuff going on. Whereas now with a team of nearly 60 people the stuff that it's and it's not worrying I'm, i wouldn't say necessarily like sit up and worry if that makes sense it's just there's so much going on and so like i'm consistently in a state and i know like someone's going to turn around to me like i watched your uh podcast and you need to meditate um but uh I am consistently in a state of just thinking about things. And then like, you get so annoyed at me because I like wake up and I'll WhatsApp myself with like all the bullet points that I'm thinking about. So that's my like current issue with sleep. But my learning has been like, if you aren't getting like for me, like seven to eight hours sleep a night, like you yeah. can't function properly. Well, how like, you has it could, sort of, yeah, negatively impacted you? Say? You you just can't function and you can like, it, it, you know, this goes for sleep, but it also goes for like nutrition as well. Like if you're not properly fueling your body and resting, it, it you might be fine for like a month maybe at the start of it. And like, you might be able to do that, but in the long term, it's going to impact your ability to, to think critically, to think logically. It's going to impact your ability to success communicate with people it's going to really impact your patience which is something i'm learning to have more of mm -hmm. um but yeah you you need to sleep massive one but just like overall looking after your body your mind your soul if we want to go down that like hippie route but you, you need to look after yourself um i think particularly if you're 
well, regardless, you need to look after yourself. But if you're going to be responsible for that many people and, you know, your your decisions are going to have to have that much weight behind it, then you need to be able to make them in, in a right space of mind. And that cannot come from a place of exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, what's yours, your first learning? Yeah, I was thinking this about this before we hopped on here. And, and um, I think it's, for me, one of the most important things is like defining what you actually want out of it. Yeah. Like, are you trying to, you know, obviously plans change. You can create a business plan as such. Um, and that's naturally going to change over the course of it. Your What you want out of life or a business is going to change where you are in your you know, stage of life and stuff like that. But um, I think really defining what you want out of it. Like, do you just love the doing? Do you want, is is that what you love? And in, in that case, should you actually be starting a business or can you be the number one in the business that you work in and have just or as can much you be a freelancer? satisfaction? I mean, and freelancing freelancer. is still owning a business some of the time yeah. depending on how you want to do it but I, I think I think one thing to flag is like categorizing there are lots of different types of businesses mm-hmm. um and so I guess we're talking from our experience yeah. of, of growing a business to the size yeah. that we have done like 10 people for me and then anyway in in the, in the sense of where is a lot different to where we are 50 I, I think they're both equally as like they both have their own stresses Mm -hmm. different stresses though yeah i remember early on our journey um we're working from serviced offices and have been obviously since the start until our move into the new office soon but we actually met another agency owner that was branding agency that used to have it in london as well as bath i think they had offices in both and they were they got to a place of about 50 where we are today and then she decided this is not what I want and then completely downsized it to about five people, wasn't it? I think when we sort of met her, yeah. something you know, around five people, um, you know, she thought what she wanted was to keep growing and growing and growing. But in reality, got there and that <laughs> soon like changed. And she was like, I can't be I doing this. Her, well, I want to go back to the To her, which I can resonate uh with is like as you grow a business if you're the business owner your time is taken away from the craft and you do turn into a glorified hr manager and it's not to say that there's like loads of issues and stuff like that but people need taking care of there's a duty of care there so you end up especially in like a service based business where yeah our product is our Our people people and our delivery of that service so if everyone doesn't have the resources or you know is in the right mind mindset and stuff like that to be able to do that to the best of their ability so that's why it is very people i mean it's like tacky to say and i've said it before but like our people are a product Mm -hmm. and like that that's just factual like in a service in in our service-based businesses and so for us i think that i think she was an agency wasn't she but um i can resonate with that in terms of like you you do until you get to a point where you can then employ people to do that for you if that makes sense but like like i said every single stage of business 
you know, I think Andy, our non-exec, he's had agencies of 200 people and he's mm-hmm. at agencies of 60. And he's, I think he, I think it was like 75 or something like that. He said, once you get over the hurdle of like 75 people, mm-hmm. you're making enough money to be able to like afford all of the operational people that need to support the business. Yeah. And then your life becomes a lot easier because you're not trying to wear so many hats. Yeah. And where we are at the moment, we're not I there yet. so many hats on. No. I... I'm having a hat party. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, across different like finance. You have and stuff three like hats on at the minute. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. not as many hats as you, but still, it's not far too off. too many. Yeah, I guess you should only realistically try and wear one and do it, be able to do it to the best <laughs> probability. But hopefully, when we get to seventy-five, that will change. And yeah, I mean, I think like. Uh, you are right that you need to know what you're doing and like we're going through an exercise mm-hmm. at the minute we're like i don't know if we thought that we would have grown it this far whenever we like started i think we no. could have only hoped really and like i'm so proud of what we've achieved but now we're going through an exercise where we're so ambitious and we want to continue growing the company but we're kind of like what are we growing it for yeah do you know what i mean like what's the goal and i don't know the, we don't know at this yeah. point in time we just want to like have a great agency like a great culture for people to work in grow it be able to deliver really strong work but like personally if you're going to start a business you have to have a personal goal aligned to that Mm -hmm. and like that's something that we're working at the minute one thing that everyone says is hire people that that can take roles on that either aren't very good at or you don't enjoy as well as one of the other sort of lessons i would take away from it as well you know, focus your time and energy on what you actually enjoy doing. You don't want to be working. Can we hire a contracts manager? Because I hate doing contracts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be operating and running a business that you don't actually enjoy because you're going to start to hate it rather than actually, you know, you still you need, to need to enjoy your work. You do need it. to love it. Because, because otherwise you're going to get burnt out, if that's a phrase. Um, and well, it's, it's even like, out of love with it. like burnt out or like just, like you do... And I'm going to sound it's like such like a martyr by saying this, but you do have to sacrifice. De- depend on what stage you're going to be at, if that makes sense. But like, I'd say we definitely have had to like make a few sacrifices here and there in terms of life, mm-hmm. um, which we were happy to do because we because we wanted to do it, if that makes sense. But if you're not aligned on what you're actually trying to yeah. achieve, then it even personally, then it gets to a point like, is it really worth it? Because it doesn't turn off you're still always responsible for those people. Um, and it's just making sure that you're like respecting that. What would you tell people not to do whenever they're starting a business in their twenties? Not to do. Or would you like, w- would you recommend it? And that's, that's a loaded question because there's so many different caveats, but would you do it again if you were? I feel like I've got no choice. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> don't, I don't know. I just feel like I've got no choice in that I'd have to do something again well I don't I, that's just because of your unemployable that's untrue label. but I don't know I think it's oversold in terms of that it's glamorized when it's probably not it's not glamorous really in a sense not in the sliders. it's more like the lonely ventures we've sort of discussed before you're on your own pretty much um obviously you've got great people around you but you're still on that like when when it all like hits the fan and like push comes to shove it lands on your plate to fix Mm -hmm. it 
ultimately. I mean, again, it comes down to like, what do you really want from life and what, what are your, is your own mission, I guess? Does that align and with that your mission or are you going to end up? And I think it depends on piercing. Cause like we've aligned that like, we're happy to have a faster paced life at this stage with the hope that we can slow down Mm -hmm. at like another point, if that makes sense. So, whereas you might want to just have like a sustainable pace. Yeah. And that if you want that, probably don't start a business. Yeah. I'd suggest. And also, yeah, does go on a deep level, does it provide you with happiness? You know, does the, you know, the work, the goal in mind is actually going to provide you with happiness or is it an empty goal of just, I want to make a, seven figure oh, business yeah. and like, stuff like I, that i don't it's think like anyone so should start a business based off of like i mean you might disagree with this but like just chasing short-term cash or anything okay, of that yeah. nature like chasing cash yeah. like if you're committed to being a business owner and like you know what's entailed with it but i've watched loads of people just see something and they're like oh lucrative like eyes just and they're like eyes just yeah. move all over the place and they call themselves like an entrepreneur but they've got like a new venture every like six months because and they've nothing gone, goes anywhere no it? because it's all short-term cash yeah like you should only start a business if you're willing to invest not even like, necessarily money but more so your time yeah. and patience into something because yeah. it's not going to grow overnight like we had two basically two years before we even employed anyone yeah it's a huge proportion of your life as well Mm -hmm. because yeah you need to invest your time for the long term otherwise nothing's going to stick and the only you know for us like you said the momentum started at two years you know if you can give up two years your life and then start seeing momentum you know are you willing to work for that really and like do you want momentum either because whenever we first started we took quite a long time to think do we want to just do this the two of us and we could like travel and just have like you know a handful of small clients that we work on and we were quite blessed that we had all the skills to be able to do the work that needed to be done um which meant that we could run like a relatively low cost operation particularly Mm -hmm. to start with um and that was a consideration for us but ultimately we decided that we wanted to like really go like full pelt it and like try it and that's kind of why we like amped up growth and things but that again wasn't an overnight decision like it took time and learning to come to that decision yeah plans will constantly change throughout um but yeah i mean for us as well obviously we're a lot of people say don't start a business with a co-founder or even a partner as well yeah loads of people do Um, say that even just we have no friends and family rule apart from us (laughs) yeah no i think i I would recommend that to other people again people will say the opposite though like do employ your friends like your close friends you know you've jim shark is a good example like he employed loads of like his good friends from uni and back home and stuff like that in the early days i'm not sure if they still do but i know they did like early stages Um, but you used to work with your friends all the time yeah i used to do that as well but i think it just blurs it can blur the line and cause unnecessary friction which wouldn't have occurred otherwise um because everyone's got like we said different desires wants goals yeah i think i think it's worked nicely for us because we have very like aligned visions of like what we want out of life as well as what we want out of business and Mm -hmm. stuff like that which is a blessing and like touch wood that never changes or touch fluff um but 
yeah i mean i guess i guess some people would say that i mean we've been lucky that it's worked thus far for yeah. us but if you had a 20 year old sat right there going i'm gonna start a marketing agency i don't know so let's say get ready know. for a headache <laughs> but it's fun i've enjoyed it thus yeah. far and we'll continue to enjoy it i would say almost i mean for us it, like get experience of some degree before like obviously even for you you had some experience in an agency beforehand not an awful amount but it's mm. gave you a good foundation setting to move forward with and like expectation uh, yeah management, I, stuff that, like that. I think we were in a good place because i had agency experience in a new business team and client facing so i was really lucky the opportunities that i had had and then obviously you had owned businesses so you knew what that was like yeah and like you're you know i much more financially savvy whenever it comes to that kind of stuff and like understand the terminology much more naturally than i would because i started it coming a bit later into it than you did um yeah I probably I wouldn't suggest for someone to go and just do it like straight out of uni or like straight out of school obviously you get anomalies and like there are yeah. really young people who start Super off some special. like yeah. really incredible businesses um yeah but I I'm glad that we did it yeah. when we did you just it. have to like believe in yourself ultimately. yeah you have to there's going to be like loads of confidence knockbacks yeah, it's gonna be like even to this day like you know i'll get off like a, a difficult call with a client which happens rarely but they do happen and that is the truth and you get a confidence knock and then you go okay no it's fine like we we yeah. move we go again we learn from it what can we kind of do to continually get better um and it's not like you start an agency like become md in my case and then like you're done like you you don't need to change you don't need to grow you don't need to develop like drop your ego you're consistently going to need to learn um because you're probably if you're starting a business that young going to be put in positions where you're actually from an industry perspective underqualified for it and then you're going to need to self-learn you're going to need to self-research you're going to need to act and learn from doing which can be hard sometimes mm -hmm. You're yeah. not necessarily given the self-patience to be able to to learn on other people's time as such. Lots of lessons here. So many lessons. Thanks. We're basically at school. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining our classroom today, guys. Thank you. I'll um, take my hats away with me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, me and Zoe like to catch up on general businessy bits as well as the social side of stuff as well yeah. so yeah if you've got any thoughts comments please add them below and we'll make sure to reach out and get back in touch thank you